Welcome to the episode. I'm Lunchy. I'm Pabs. I'm Luke. Sup, sup. Did How you just draw a blank? Yeah, <laughs> I'm You put me right on the spot. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to begin. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Luke. Thank you. Luke. So, today. Yes. We have, now I know we've got a history of having special guests and this isn't discrediting those special guests, but no. today we've got a special guest. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> a particular right. special guest. <laughs> so, so today we, we're, we've been uh, blessed with a bit of time with, with Luke Master Yoda. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, is that right? That's yes. the handle we're going with. We saw this. <laughs> yeah. And I was impressed just from that. Right? Yeah, so <laughs> for a bit of background, I've been a DJ on the coast for years with name Master Yoda and these boys saw me in full flight. Yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day. yeah. In your prime. In my prime. It was interesting yeah. because we, um, you know, doing a little bit of research about what you're doing here and, and how it all runs. And looked at a photo, a photo flicked up of you. And hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I recognise that, that face. I'm sure that <laughs> he was a DJ at one time, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. sure, you know, excellent, man. So, tell us. Yeah. You've built something really special. What is really this, special. man? Like, this, this, is, is, this, this is awesome. This right. is awesome. Thank you. What are you doing here? Where are we? Okay, so we're at the Temple, which is our facility up at Tugra on the sunny it. central coast. <laughs> Uh, we're a theatre combat school. We've been running now for six years in June. Right. And we use theatre combat to teach cognitive and dialectical behaviour therapy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, we make sabres and toys and right. armour and tour and do a whole lot of weird stuff as well. To the naked eye, yeah. walking in here and seeing the setup, which, you know, where we're going to, we'll put up some footage right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we I, being a huge Star Wars fan myself, just as like you know the billion other people on Earth that, that are into <laughs> yeah. it. Um, can you can you break that down a little bit? I mean, you, you you've sort of supporting a vast variety of of people with different backgrounds. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. so the skills that you're teaching them in layman's terms. Okay, so I started this as a way to teach. Uh, life skills to kids on the spectrum. I used to be Perfect. a behavioural and learning support teacher. Yep, yep. I uh, loved the kids, loved the teaching, hated the system, couldn't sure. work in there. So I thought I'd open up my own school and teach what I want to teach. So it's taken me five years to work out what life skills I'm teaching. But essentially, uh, we're teaching cognitive behaviour therapy and dialectical behaviour therapy. Yep. And the tool is theatre combat. So yep. what theatre combat is, it's a... It's the way people fight in movies. So sure. it's it's choreographed. It's, it's like a choreographed dance with weapons, sure. essentially. Sure, so everyone sure, knows sure. where everything's going at mm. any time. And <clears throat> students come here and learn skills and learn how to do fights and saber spinning and stuff, and use that as a vehicle to help them look at themselves and make themselves better people. We got to witness a little bit of it earlier. And Combine yeah. that with the, the, the sabres that are being used lighting up and any Star Wars fan is familiar with what we're talking mm. about. I mean, it, it, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, I, can, I can see the benefit in that. Maybe I'm biased though, right? <laughs> it's, <laughs> you're, but, you're a but big Star I can, Wars fan. Right? I am, but I, I also, working in welfare, yeah. understand the importance sure. of being able to... So, and I'm sure you're aware of this, but, mm. but being able to give people a place to come. Absolutely. We'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later, but yeah. Like, yeah, I definitely see the relevance of what you're doing here. Yeah. It's brilliant. We love it. Pabs. 
What's the dream here? Because you know you've you've, you've built a platform that um, is thriving at the moment, and yeah. um, it feels to me like there's a lot of growth potential here. Yeah, right? yeah. What's the dream for you? Like, what's the what's the <coughs> ultimate outcome you're really searching for? So, for me personally, this is a test bed for me to work out new ways to teach life skills. That's what I'm a terrible businessman. Anyone that will tell you knows that just because. It's not about the money. As long mm. as the bills pay, get paid mm. and I'm not stressed, that's the win. Yeah. But we're using this as a place to try and find new ways of teaching life skills and helping people feel better about themselves and self-esteem and all that sort of thing. And my end game is hopefully to go back in to teach teachers new ways of teaching. That's my end goal. Okay. Yeah. But in between, we're doing this and touring and making sabres and mm. just... I'm an idiot where I just say yes to everything and then try and work out how I'm going to do it later. Mm. So yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the, the development of the business so far? Like, are you happy where it's at now and, and are you happy with the amount of time that it's taken to get here? Absolutely. So <clears throat> I was talking about teaching life skills, right? Yep. The first thing we teach here is you suck. When you mm -hmm. start something new, you're always going to suck. If you don't suck, you don't learn, right? Yep. I've done four years of hard sucking right. with this business right. just because this hasn't been done in the world before. So yep. where I am now, I'm really happy with it. We've pretty much done everything I think we can do now. The only thing that would really strike terror in my heart is having Disney turning up and going, can you choreograph something for us? <laughs> but as I said, we've <laughs> just sort of that done awesome. everything else now. So we just roll along and it's, the Sabres are going well, the school's going well, our touring's starting up again. We're off to Gold Coast, not this weekend, but next weekend for Nova. So yeah, it's been good. COVID's been our friend. Yeah. Um, on paper, this business should have died a violent death the second COVID hit because we too are and we do face-to-face -face teaching. Yeah. But the funny outcome we've had with COVID is that theatre combat's one of those things that everyone goes, oh, that'd be cool to do. But then they go, oh, I'm too old or right. I'm not a kid or I don't have time. Sure. And what's been really funny is COVID's gotten people to reassess what they do and don't want to do. And yeah. so a lot of people have gone, bugger it, I'm going to do it. And so... Mm. We've doubled, nearly doubled the number of students we've been getting this year wow. compared to the five years previous. Um, sabres, like we sold 100 Sabres in six months yeah. last year, which for us is massive. Yeah. Um, everything's, I'm happy with it. It's, it's, um, it's finally taken form. I'm happy with where it's at now. So yeah. now it's just rolling along and seeing where, where the journey takes me. So in a way, you're teaching people, um, but the business is teaching you. Absolutely, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... To, to be a good teacher, you've got to be a good student. You've yeah. got to... I, I will talk about sucking a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, and people need to suck and embrace the suck every day because mm. when you're teaching people something, when you first teach them, 80% of their brain is, oh, my God, I can't do this, I suck, I hope no one's watching, and 20% 20, 20 is actually put towards learning. Yeah. So by getting people comfortable with failure and comfortable with learning and modelling being comfortable mm. with failure. I tell people I suck 200 times a day mm. because I do suck because I'm still learning, you know, <laughs> and, and it's, it's just been, it's been a really exciting journey to see it evolve into what it is and see the people evolving along with us. Yeah. Were there any times that you felt like this is not worth it, it's all not worth it? <laughs> no, <laughs> right. Um, so this started off, I got an inheritance from my mother. 
Yeah. My girlfriend goes, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to open a lightsaber school. And she was like, damn it. <laughs> because like, my girlfriend's not a nerd, doesn't like Star Wars, doesn't sure. like sci-fi. Um, and she goes, why? And I said, because it's going to work. And she was like, I've never seen you so confidently state. Yeah. I just knew it was going to work. So, yeah. And I'm used to hard work. Like mm. I spent oh, 10, 12 years working 90 hours a week DJing, doing uni, working in music stores. So the hard work doesn't bother me. Mm. Has it been hard? Yeah. Has it been challenging absolutely but i thrive best in chaos yeah. you know i like that challenge i don't my my idea of dante's seventh level of hell is a predictable job that's the same every day like 100 yeah. I, I couldn't do it yeah, yeah, yeah um but yeah no it's 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 really cool man yeah, yeah like it's it's as i said there's been bits where i've been buggered mm. or you know i'm missing my family and stuff but that's life expected in yeah. a way yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah. like it's look man it's the saying it's better than laying bricks all day mm. you know, oh, I've, digging a hole uh, yeah <laughs> you know i get to play with savers and tour around and meet people make a change in the world make a positive change in the world mm. do Let what, me sleep at night yeah that's right they say you do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life right and like that's one of these sort i've of never worked a day in my life i just lay back and let the big beat lead me jungle yep. brothers baby yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely you know just do do what you feel in your heart you should be doing and yeah. even if it's hard it'll always be good nice. so you know you you're quite you know talking with you quite being you, you're quite charismatic and oh, I, I you, wonder you know, <laughs> with a head like this you have to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I think that um, this all stems from somewhere right and we're mm -hmm. talking ultimately about you're you, you're obviously invested in in what George Lucas has done with the yeah. phenomenon that is Star Wars, and you know, mm -hmm. being a fan yourself, like. But then investing in something, and we were talking about this last night when we were doing a little bit of research, mm -hmm. um, and thinking like that it really is the next step, isn't it? Like to invest in uh, a fictional work, right? That that's had. It's obviously had an impact on you as, as yeah. a young person. Like, when did you discover Star Wars? Um, so I had a really rough childhood, like sure. really rough. Sure. And so movies were my escape. Sure. You know, movies, sure. reading books, that sort of stuff. Definitely. And it was the mythical aspects of Star Wars that hooked me. Um, Jedi's Buddhism light. Yeah. So that was yep. like notice yeah. these here. Yeah, 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 Got the yeah, eyes yeah. of Buddha on the back of my neck, sir. Yep. It was. It helped to give me frame of reference in a very crappy world essentially Definitely. you know it wasn't just woohoo laser blasts sure it became a very very serious thing very for me. powerful set of movies especially you know i remember i think at the time i remember there was trouble at home funny yeah instant you know stories uh, as they go um, the old man bringing me back bootleg copies of, of the uh, the first Star Wars, well, wow. number four. Yeah, I, yeah. I know, it was, it was just Hope. Star Wars um, back that's then. That's right, it was just <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. There was none of this explaining that. Uh, and and the, the impact it had on me, mm. you know, I was like, holy shit, you know, like this is a force to, I'd never seen anything like it. And, and it led me on to Indiana Jones and it led me on to Blade Runner and yeah. it, you know what I mean? All of these, um, yeah. All I of these guess, things beautiful, uh, these, Mark Rats pictures behind us. Yeah. Phenomenal. There's a reason we but, set the camera up. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so, but what you've done now is is taken that love for for something that you've had, and you're sharing it with people yeah, in, in a way that's actually educating them, and well, it's it's you know essentially uh, helping them to sort of invest in themselves in a way. Absolutely, we call it Jedi mind trick education. Yeah. Right. So you come here thinking you're learning sabers. 
and while you're distracted learning sabers, mm. we work the person. Mm. Yeah, you know, and it's it's like I said, I, even though I hate Lord of the Rings, I could very much have done this as the Gandalf Academy, or I could have done it as a Karate Kid Academy. Yeah. You know, I just mm. wanted my Star Wars stuff to be tax deductible. So you know, and definitely, I found definitely. when I was teaching, I had I was an English teacher. And I had a whole, like as I do here, I had a whole bookcase full of books. And man, the kids on the spectrum all smashed the Star Wars shelf. So yeah. I'm like, mm, yeah. you That's know, the one. product research. <laughs> you are here live with the THO podcast at Tugra, the, 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 not the academy, the temple, the temple of the Sons of Obi-Wan Sabre Academy. We are here with Dee today, a faithful employee of the temple of the Sons of Obi-Wan, right-hand man to, to Luke Master Yoda. Uh, Dee, I, look at that, I almost destroyed a sabre already. Uh, dude, tell us, you're living the dream, you're working here. Where did that start? To be honest, I saw a video on Facebook offering sabre classes. I'm like, damn, there's got to be one in Australia. I looked it up. It was in Tugra, half an hour from my uncle's. And I'm like, <laughs> nice. holidays, nice, nice, I'm coming nice, down. Nice. Yes. I'm spending the whole week here. Sure, 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 sure. And, and from there, you kind of... Every holiday I had, I came down because I lived in Dubbo. Yeah, right. Okay. So I drove, drove catch the train, bus, plane. However, I got down here. I made sure I got down here. Every holiday still lesson. Yeah, right. And... and you eventually moved here to the coast, I'm assuming. Two years ago, yeah. yeah you've been a student here. Yep. You, now you've transitioned into a role where you're actually teaching some of the students. What's that been like for you? I can't explain it. It's been the best job. Like, a couple of years ago, I was standing over there doing lessons, and now I'm behind here, travelling with Luke, meeting amazing people, seeing amazing places, doing amazing things. That's awesome. That is awesome. I mean... Number one person that you've met that's left a big imprint on you? Probably the crew from The Walking Dead. Really? Yeah. The, the, um, Jerry, I haven't, I haven't, okay. I have not seen all of Walking Dead. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Um, Jerry, um, one of the, I, I forget the names, okay? Sure, but sure, sure. But these were like the most down-to-earth guys I've ever met. I can, uh, just, we just clicked with them. Yeah. While waiting in line for other people, uh, Cassidy got out, out of her booth where everyone else is meant to be and she was doing cartwheels down the waiting line with Caitlin and Bone. <laughs> and I'm like, these guys are awesome. Let's just like get to hang out with these people all day. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it sounds like you're living the dream. It, um, as far as, you know, you personally, yeah. um, would you say that this is something that's helped you grow as a person? God, yes. Sure. Go a couple of years ago, I was anxious, depressed about everything. And now I'm the most chillest person. I'm the rock in the stream, like Luke told me to be. And I'm just, whatever you throw at me, I'll do it with a calm face and be happy with it. That's awesome. So, like, that sense, it's, it sounds like it's given you a bit of a sense of purpose and, and a sense of direction, if you will. 100%. That's fantastic. And so, how long have you been working here in that capacity now? It gets a little fuzzy because I was volunteering for a long time and I can't remember how long I've been volunteering. Sure, 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 sure. So, year, two years. Yep, yep, fantastic. And, and you made mention of being a student first. So, so total time spent at the academy? More than home. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fantastic. Number of years? Coming up to six. Six years. And and Luke was saying that it's, I mean, it's only been in existence for around that sort six of six years, years, right? So you've kind of been here since the inception. Yeah, it feels like I've seen this place grow. I've seen teams grow. I've seen him restart over. It's evolution and I love it. Yeah, fantastic. Favourite Star Wars movie? Rogue One. People watching this interview will understand you just touched my heart. It's uh, Rogue One is what restored the faith in the franchise for me. Very well done. D, you're doing excellent work. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, no, anytime. (laughs) It resonates with such a wide diversity of people. Absolutely, yeah. The the films we're talking about, um, it's really created a a genre all its own, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's just that power, like this place is very much buried in the real, mm. right? And and the thing is, is that the people, a lot of people that are attracted to Star Wars, they're attracted to it as an escape, yeah. right? As a way to get away from what they're doing. But here we use it as a tool to bring them back into mm. the real world. Yeah, yeah. Give them yeah, a framework yeah. to help them, you know, it's... Tools that can help them navigate. Absolutely, reality, right? yeah. You know, it's it's just, it's, it's about teaching people about themselves. Yeah. You know, um... So, that, so cognitive behaviour therapy, I don't know, you guys know much about this yeah, sort of stuff? Practice a bit a of bit. CBT in yeah. the past, yeah. So cognitive behaviour therapy is thinking about how you think, mm-hmm. right? So it's at my standard explanation, as I said, I had a rough childhood, right? Mm. So my beautiful girlfriend, Amanda, she takes me around to meet her parents. Mm. And her parents are lovely and they welcome me into their family and give me a big hug. And we walk out and she goes, what do you think of my family? And I went... They're lovely, but I really want to throat punch your dad. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, she'd never seen me be violent. I said, it's not, it's a me thing. Give me a couple sure. of days, yeah. I'll work it out. So I made sure I went over there every day yeah. to see what would trigger me. Sure. The second day, he went, g'day, big fella, how you going? And my mum used to call me, oh, you think you're such a big fella, just before she'd hit me. Mm. So when he said it, I wasn't hearing him, I was hearing my mother. Yeah, right. And so it's that idea of, of seeing behaviour patterns and recognising them. And the dialectical behaviour therapy is dealing with the emotions that come up when you're dealing with them, Mm. you know. So the beauty of using theatre combat as a teaching tool, number one, everyone sucks equally at it. No one's done it before, you know. There's nothing worse than going and playing tennis and there's some dude that was state champ and runs (laughs) rings around. Everyone sucks equally here, right? It's a low-stakes activity, right? Yeah. The biggest problem is everyone has a negative learning experience in their lives and that reflects in their own self-esteem in how they approach learning, right? So by doing it in a low-stakes environment, it doesn't matter. We're just here to have fun and learn a skill. It gives you a safe space in which to model how to recognise and change behaviour so that once they learn those skills in a safe environment, they can then take that back out into the real world and start applying it in real-world situations. Mm. Yeah, Very good, very good. Tell us about Hero. 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 Oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, if you go on our website, we, due to the wonderful people at Supernova, we tour around Australia with Supernova and um, we get to give a lot of our hero sabers. And one of them was uh, Greg Grunberg. Do you know who Greg Grunberg is? The name rings the bell. Okay, so he's Snap Wexley, the fat pilot in Ep 7 and 9. Yeah, right, right okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's best friends. He went to school with J.J. Abrams. So he's in all yeah, J.J. Right. J.J. stuff. He was in a TV show called Heroes. Yep. Okay. He was in um, Alias. He was in Star Trek. He's, you know, so <laughs> really lovely yeah, dude. And sure. I was a big Heroes fan from back in the day. So I gave him a sabre and he'd sort of, we 
um, organised with Supernova to give the sabers so that we have permission to film and we don't, you yeah, know, sure, sure. ambush people. Sure. sure. And he'd done some research on us and he contacted me a couple of weeks uh, later from the States and said, I'm doing, his son has epilepsy. So mm. have you noticed on all the Star Wars stuff now, they have epilepsy, warnings, yeah, flashing yeah, yeah, lights, yeah, yeah. may trigger seizures, yada, yada, yada. So that's because of Greg. He has a charity called talkaboutit.org to raise sure. awareness of this sort of stuff. And he said, oh, can you guys do a, um, a little 10 minute film on what you do in a fight? I want to, he was doing a telethon on CBS in the States. And I just have a lot of talented friends, so we got together and made a 15-minute short film with John Jarrett, who we'd met doing cons. Yeah, yep. And yep, it yep. was a finalist in the Cannes Short Film Festival. It was all filmed at Yarramalong, which is like wow, 15 awesome. minutes from here. Yeah. Yep. Filmed on a $4,000 budget in three months. I was going to ask about the budget. We sat and watched it yesterday. That's pretty cool. Like. We learn all about Ask About It. And um, yep. we, we sort of having a look through and went, yeah, okay, how the hell did you get John Jarrett in that? <laughs> Just, well, like you know, we and do we cons. figured it must have been yeah. through because on your website also, uh, there's there's a spotlight on some of the guests that you've presented Sabres to. And, yeah. and it's really interesting to see like, you know, it's kind of like the nerd's dream, isn't oh, it? Dude, you're Steve. meeting all these cool people, you're out and about and you're doing what you love. Once again, it's that sort of full circle stuff. Yeah, right? definitely. You know, Stan Lee's our honorary grandmaster. Mark Ratz is one of our honorary masters. Jason Momoa, I'm looking at the wall. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith, Chris Hemsworth, um, original creator of the Turtles, heaps. You know, yeah. and, and that's the advantage because that's what we do. We go to cons. Like up until COVID last year, we were booked for 21 conventions from Rockhampton down to Melbourne out to Narrabri in America. Yeah, right. So, you know, that's touring every second weekend. That's, wow. what, that's what we do. We yeah. tour around, you know. We teach See, here during the week and tour on weekends. That's insane. That's an that insane amount cool. of work. It is, it is very cool, though, yeah. right? Um, you know, on, on the website. So we're, we're digging through and we're loving what we're seeing. And then we go, hang on. It, it dawns on me. Yeah. How hasn't this place been sued? <laughs> and like you know, like there's there's we laugh at that, right? Yeah. But like there was a there was a genuine question in my mind. It's like, have you had any um, sort of issues around licensing or, or issues around trademark Not infringement? Not so far, but number one, I respect our great mouse overlord. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah. we. I make sure I tread very carefully. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, um, sure. I use words that aren't copyrighted and that definitely, sort of stuff. Definitely. But more importantly, I just make sure I put the brand in a good light. Yeah, presented you know, as a positive. That's it. You know, I don't want to give them a chance or give them a reason a to reason. to yeah. step in. So we yeah. just keep our noses clean and try and do good work and share our love of Star Wars with everyone. Yeah, right. That is. That's. Mm. Um, yeah. That's brilliant. That's oh, brilliant. I mean, look, there's some very fine ice dancing in there. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I, I saw with the Saberdyne, you know, yeah, there's a bit yeah. of genre blending. Yeah. I saw some really cool artwork. Now, I don't know, I, as you've explained, you guys are perfectly able to and, and do make custom Sabres mm -hmm. for people that want to order them, and that, that's definitely something. So a couple while you were sitting here. Yeah, yeah so, right. so, you know. Quite a few, actually. <laughs> yeah. Pab, Pabs and I are... Uh, 
just currently uh, building our new set where yep. we are, and so we'll be in touch with you about yeah, ordering some sure. sabers yeah, as, as light props and whatever. Yeah. But we saw some really cool uh, imagery. I don't know if it's stuff that you guys have done or if your clientele have made. We saw a uh, there was a Miyagi Do logo That's on one mine, of the saber so. handles. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've got Mr. Miyagi tattooed on my yeah, head. Like, yeah, right. No, no, no. So we've got a very talented dude by the name of Lay down in Sydney. He's our leather guy. Um, this is. My current saber I'm using. Very nice. So the patches on there are the last Starfighter. That's sure. from an old TV show called Space Above and Beyond. Yep. That's um, for the Gypsy Danger from yes. uh, Pacific Rim. And Top Gun. That's, yes. you know, Goose's stuff. So we do custom leather and finishes. Like, it's all us. We make them all. Um, they're 99.98% Australian made with 99% of the work done within 100 kilometres of Tugra. And, and this is cool. One yeah. of the, um, yeah, I you guess. Got, this is a battle thing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys haven't seen us. So the blade's made of polycarbonate, which is bulletproof glass. Sure. So you can smash that against a steel pole and it won't break. And that's one of the, I guess, one of something that you guys can offer and boast about. That in feels the world good in of, Nice in, and balanced. That's yeah. probably the that best balanced saber. Balanced. I can chuck that. 20 foot in the air and catch it and yeah. it just makes nice perfect it's um you know it's it's unusual in the world of i'll show you a trick you know. so see how that feels there now yes. hold it up there and then move it around yeah see how that just gets light all yeah, of a sudden definitely you need your perfect balance balance point is one inch below uh, sorry one inch above where you hold it yeah so right. that's exactly the balance point is just there so very let me good. have a go <laughs> so so you know in the, in oh, yeah. i guess the world of custom lightsabers and, and lightsaber replicas that you can buy mm. uh it's unusual to have tough lightsabers you it's, know, it's it's not a matter of unusual it's just uh, we use ours every day so like when we're busy and we're doing cons and that sort of stuff that saber can get used 40 45 hours a week sure. like it's my sure. it's my primary work tool you know <laughs> And we, Perhaps I feel like you're going to break something. <laughs> oh, Sorry, no. you will you will I'll break, break before the same. That's that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> so we just like I used to import sabers from the states, and I broke forty five thousand dollars worth of product in six months. Just wow. snapping hilts, destroying electronics, you know, snapping blades, all that sort of stuff. Just just set it. Is that designed so you, when you pull that it turns on? Yeah, that's correct. It's yeah, kill key. Sweet. Because we used to use switches, but um, the only switch I found that survives us is a $65 one made for the aerospace industry. <laughs> yeah. And I refuse to pay $65 yeah, sure. for a button. So we, it's just a real simple, um, the, the kill key cuts the circuit when yeah. you pull it out, switches it on. Perfect. You know, so we just made these because we needed reliable tools. Yes. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so our our design aesthetic is very different to everyone else. Like ours are pretty sabers, mm. but yeah. it's all about usability and balance and strength and and being able to drop them. Like you can chuck that out of a two story building under concrete and it'll work. So know? when we're talking about your custom sabers yeah. that you can build for people, what is you know how customizable is customizable? How much do case? you want to spend, sir? Yeah. Right. So. Our base price is $550, which is a raw aluminium hilt, leather wrap. Then you start talking finishes. We can do plating, powder coating, 24 karat gold plating, Cerakote, powder coat. Mm -hmm. Then custom leather. Um, we've just, uh, you know, the Inquisitor Sabres, the yeah. helicopter ones. Yep. We just made a $3,000 one that is an all aluminium. We can make you, Dave, my designer, is very clever. We just made a combat gaffy stick. Um, 
you ever seen Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? Yeah, yeah. You know how she uses that chopper blade? Yeah. We've made a combat saber where the blade is a sheath. <laughs> Looks exactly like it. Sweet. Pull it out, full combat saber. Far so right. we can make you whatever you want. It just depends on how much you want it. We, we can go as custom as you want. Sure. So we're going to put a link in the episodes for the yeah, listeners and the, and the viewers of, of today's episode. Uh, where you can have a look and, and check it out. I mean, some of the stuff we've seen is very impressive. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're going to have some footage up, hopefully, of a little bit of duelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, I'll get Ian Lee yeah. to do a fight for you. That's or, fantastic. Because yeah. we teach knife fighting. We're about to teach gaffy stick. We, we teach uh, European longsword, which is your traditional Star Wars style. Yep. We teach Balintawak, which is an offshoot of Filipino stick fighting, or a screamer, or Anis, or Kali. Mm. Mm. Um, and we do spinning and tricking as and well. And I guess that's another element to this, right? This is in its the foundation of what you're doing here with theatre combat has been taken from real-world examples of Absolutely. martial arts. Yes. And now, is it based in any one martial art or is it a combination of the things that you've learnt or you're, you so know, tell us about that? Longsword is our traditional Star Wars style. I did my initial theatre combat training with Cole Rowling. And he was a fight choreographer for Star Wars episode, episodes two and three. He's got um, the Action Acting Academy in Sydney, so he trains people to be stunt people and that sort of thing. So the long sword we teach is what they used on set. Like mm. the Anakin Obi-Wan fight, if you know the style, you can actually sit down and write the choreography of the fight out, right? Yeah, right. <clears throat> Our main style is Balintawak, which is a Filipino stick fighting, and that's really cool because you fight, start fighting with a stick, right? Then if you hold a knife, it becomes knife fighting. Mm. Hand to hand, one, yes. two, three, four. So, Balintawak's our primary style because long swords are very limiting style because you can only fight it with a sword. Mm. Whereas Balintawak, man, like we can just use the same strike and block system, but we can set it up for whatever weapon we want. So, mm. that's why Mandalorian's been great because I find saber fighting very boring because I've been teaching it and doing it for five years because, as I said, it's quite limiting. Mm. You know, I still teach it because that's what the kids want, whatever. Yep. But the Balintawak's really cool because in Mandalorian they've brought in gaffy stick fighting, they've brought in knife fighting, they've mm. brought in hand-to-hand. So it's all stuff I've wanted to do because I say everyone knows what Beskar is now, mm. right? Because, you know, I'd be doing a fight and someone would go, oh, that's a lightsaber, it cuts through everything. <laughs> everyone now knows Beskar's. So I can do tomahawk, I can do knife, I can fight with whatever I want because mm. everyone now understands that concept. So it's really opened up what we can do and what we can do. It's teach. interesting talking about how, you know, Disney and, and where they're taking the properties and, mm. and where do you sit on it all, man? Like, is, it, it. is there a point of oversaturation, do you feel? No. No? It's a big universe, man. Yeah, it is. You know, like, um, I, I did another podcast with, uh, with The Heart of Conversation last week. They're based over at Tugra Business Park. Sure. And I was saying, like... I really love the ep idea, ep- episode eight idea, like Last Jedi, of let the past die. Mm. It's a whole wide universe. We've mm. been hanging around the, 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 the Skywalker family for 40 years. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look, man. to tell a new story. Any right? pizza's good pizza. Like, same yeah. as Marvel. Like, did you guys see that Loki preview? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, we've got um, Cassie and Andor coming up. We've got another episode, another series of Mandalorian. What else have we got? Bad Batch is coming up in a couple of months. Yeah. So, yeah. as long as they as long as the storytelling's good, yeah, that's the win. And Mandalorian is phenomenal. Yeah. It's John Favreau. I, I, I happen to agree. Right? Oh, yeah, John Favreau can't do much wrong. And, oh. and working with a rich palette, you know, like Star Wars and the Star Wars universe. And Dave like Filoni awesome. bringing that real deep cuts knowledge. And, yeah, you know, I like. I mean. 
with the the sequel movies, I think a lot of that was because Star Wars fans are horrible people. You know, mm. like mm. they're, they're <laughs> supposed to be fans, yeah. and they hate Star Wars more yeah. than anyone else on <laughs> earth. You know, yeah, it's just definitely. I don't know what it is, but everyone has a really conflicted relationship with Star Wars, and I think a lot of people, I think the big issue that we have in the fandom is people want what they want instead of enjoying what they get mm. you know what i mean and i think that the whole sequel kickback was everyone was you know because everyone was so emotionally attached to that part of the franchise it was really polarizing whereas with mandalorian people had zero intro like like there was zero experience in that realm so it, it could start rebuilding like mandalorian saved the star wars I happen to you know fandom mm -hmm. you know it was so like i love all star wars man any pizza is good pizza yeah. right but it was so nice just to get on the internet and see everyone go we love baby yoda and it's yeah. just like it's quiet <laughs> yeah. it's just beautiful i love this yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and as i said you know they'll just keep going and you know as i said you know andor's coming out i'm actually really looking forward to acolyte yeah because that's training a training a sith student rather than because it's all been so jedi focused yeah, 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 yeah. that'll be really cool i'm really looking for uh, patty jenkins rogue squadron is going to be sick yeah, you know yeah. um so yeah i'm you know i think now that they've got over their initial jitters and got settled down i think it's going to be golden age yeah you know yeah i you know i wasn't much for episodes seven eight and nine necessarily like you said though like any slice is good like eight eight's my favorite movie sure and i'll, I'll yeah I, okay i can see where I you love it on eight um loved rogue one love uh, yeah like loved I, rogue that one. that kept me in the race well like, i was very close to just sort of like okay it's been done now i feel like they're stretching a little bit but rogue one brought me right back i was like okay i'm addicted again <laughs> my two Great. favorite things yeah. on earth are war movies and star wars yeah, so yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, peanut yeah. butter and chocolate yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> done Great. you know but i as i said i don't I've been through the death of Star Wars twice now. Yeah. I sure. did the, the death at 86. Yep. And the death in 2003. Yep. So I just, I You're just happy to back, roll with it You know, now. <laughs> I was saying like, I didn't enjoy, say, my least favorite of the three recent ones is Ep9. Sure. Because episode eight was all about let the past die. Sure. And episode nine was, here's the whole past on yeah, Golden yeah, Planet. Yeah, so, and I was saying the other thing, the other problem I had with it, my life is Star Wars, and I know exactly every single thing people hate about Star Wars because they tell me. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and Ep Nine felt like a checklist of feeding the trolls. Yeah. You know, Chewie needs a medal. Check. Yeah. You know, like, like, do you get <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And that's yeah. that really threw. Now, for the fans that wanted that, that's awesome. But because of my perspective of Star Wars is my life, it just felt like a checklist of just to, like, right, okay, this is all you want. Here, here, <laughs> leave us alone. You know, so. But, dude, I was just saying, Ray's my favourite, one of my favourite Star Wars characters. I love her. Yeah. Um, but, dude, any, any Star Wars is good Star Wars. Yeah, right. You know, I love it. Talking, you made mention of Sith and, and looking forward to the, the sort of potential for, for watching a different viewpoint as far yeah. as Star Wars goes. Yeah, I notice you've got the, the sort the codes. of codes up yeah. on the wall here. Uh, and and you know relating to your own experience running your own business like and 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 sort of having the theme that you've got going here mm -hmm. then then you know you're you're are you focused on one of these absolutely codes? not because no. we don't live in the fantasy we live in the reality sure. we are theater combatants sure. and how you perform it 
So. Makes you light side or dark side. Mm. So, so, right, so, because so, so, so. That's, so, are there any Siths in your ranks? Yeah, absolutely. Dylan, our head instructor, thinks he's a Sith Viking god man. You know, yeah. but so. as I said, that's not his personality. That's so. the character he portrays when he does the fight. You know, Definitely. we can do the same fight three times. Yeah. And I can be the goody, he can be the baddie, he can be the baddie, I can be the goody, we can both be baddies, we can both be goodies. It's not. Yeah. It's not about, oh, I'm Sith on this, on that. We're all theatre combatants. Yeah. And how you perform it mm. informs the audience yeah. what you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, because yeah. the thing is, like I was talking about fantasy before, my job here is to get people out of the Star Wars fantasy and ground it through this to get them back into the real world. Like, that's why our yeah. training sabers don't have sound. Yeah. Because if you hand someone a saber with sound, they turn into Kenobi and start fighting, <laughs> you know, Grievous, right? Yeah, 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 but yeah, if there's yeah. no sound, then it's just an object you're using. Actions. Yeah, that, that's yeah. exactly yeah. right, you know. So You have quite the pedestal there, should you need it, right? What's <laughs> I that? Just thinking socially, you have quite a pedestal with the codes on the wall, you know what I mean? You have the ability there. Should I can see that being a tool of sorts. But you well, see, it is you know? to a point. So the mm. way I explain the codes, the Jedi code is mm. a 20-year-old, it's a uni. They're all so, I, I, idealistic. Oh, sorry, Sith code is a cranky 16-year-old teenager. Yep. Me, me, selfish power, right? Jedi code is when you're 20. The grey code, which a lot of people don't agree with, is when you're 40 and you understand that the world is not black and white. And yeah. it is a Boomers. gazillion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not a matter of being a boomer. It's just the older you get, the more you understand that it's all about nuance and subtlety and it's not black and white. You people know? listening right now are going, what the fuck are they talking about? Welcome to my life. <laughs> I do this We're, we're going to... So, like, this is one... Maybe you AOs out there need to watch in and tune in this week and actually watch the episode rather than listen. We'll put up uh, the codes on, on yeah, the video so that you can one. understand yeah. uh, what we're actually talking about. Um, so, Luke, you're going to teach us how to yeah, yeah. handle these swords. Do you want to do right? spinning and tricking or do you want to do combat? Oh, it's got to be combat, It's got to right? be combat. <laughs> yeah, not a problem in the war. Yeah. yeah um, Teach you the first four strikes and a little bit of choreography. Yeah, yeah. and we're going to see if we can uh, find one of your students as well, perhaps just one of your workers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You're going to have know, a chat to D or E. Yeah. yeah. The other thing we're going to ask you is, um, you know, how do you get a job here? Um, <laughs> well, that is, that like... was a question we formulated, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the... What are, what are the what are you looking for in employees? Okay. And what, what are the jobs that those employees would be hired to do, essentially? Okay, so we're a volunteer organisation. Yep. Yep. Um, people that are good students, yes. because you can't be a good teacher without being a good student. Absolutely. I found, I used to hire people on their skill with the sabre and try and teach them to be a teacher. I've realised it's best to find natural teachers and give them the skills sure. with the weapon. So we only have one full-time employee, which is D. I only hired him a month ago. Right. So, um, but it's just one of those, come and hang, come and learn. You know, we take our students on the road. Our advanced program is going on tour with us because then you start your life skills of things like um, talking to people, performing in public, meeting celebrities, doing interviews. Mm. You know, like that's sort of the advanced program. So we don't really have workers here. We just, you know, God, I haven't made money off the place yet. <laughs> but um, it's just about coming in, nice safe space to come and hang out, find your peeps, learn. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Super cool. I guess just, just from one fan to another, mm. uh, favourite Star Wars moment? Boba Fett fight yep. in Mandalorian just tickled parts of me I didn't know could be tickled. <laughs> <by> just <laughs> everyone talks about, like I always thought Boba Fett was a wuss. Like, sure. 
you watch him, he, he looks tough and then falls into the Salak pit. pit. Yeah. Just destroyed all of that. I don't know. Have you ever <laughs> seen Once Were Warriors? With, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. I've met Tamira. He's got one of our T-shirts. He's a lovely sure, dude. Sure. We actually, he proposed to one of our students on our students' behalf to his now wife. Yeah, right. Us, yeah. Far out. Um, I just love that real... <laughs> that... Mm. Um, Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda. <laughs> um, what else? Dude, the, the Luke scene fighting Kylo. Sure. Because everybody says, you know, Jedi's are peacemakers. We're, we're keepers of the peace. And their answer to everything is chop it up with a lightsaber. Yeah. That's the first time you actually saw a yeah. Jedi being a Jedi. Yeah. You know, definitely. like not, not resorting to the weapon. Like... Philosophically, that really, really spoke to me. Yeah. Hallway scene in Rogue One. Definitely. Hallway scene in Mandalorian. (laughs) That made me cry. (laughs) It was actually really funny. Um, Mark, that does this stuff, he'd been... Oh, spoilers, I presume everyone's... What is going to see it has seen it by now. That hallway scene, the Luke hallway scene was phenomenal because... The X-Wing flies in and you go, there's no way that's Luke. That could not be Luke. Mm-hmm. And then you see the cloak and they're like, they're, no, no, they're messing with us. And then you see the belt and you go, ooh, and then you see the hand. And then it's like, oh! <laughs> but with Mark, I'm like, what did you think of that scene? And he goes, oh, I hated it. And I went, but you knew it was coming, didn't you? And he went, yeah. Because right. it was that yeah, whole sure. build up and the tease. Because there's no way, you just go, there's no way they're going to pull Luke out. There's that. no way, yeah, you know. Definitely. It's too obvious, but... It was the perfect <laughs> choice, you know. Um, the Ahsoka fight was really cool. I really loved the um, Ahsoka and the Magistrate fight yep. was really cool. The one with um, um, with the Mandalorian as well, where he's fighting with the... Well, that's another thing sure. we've got coming. We've got combat greaves coming, yeah, so we can actually yeah, nice. like fight with that as well. Um, that's Yoda, Yoda, Yoda and Dagobah. Yep. There's lots, man. Yeah, there yeah. is. There's too many, right? Yeah, There's too yeah. many. Just curious to see where you stood on. You know, I everyone's really, got a different favourite moment. I, I really think. love all the new stuff because, like, I love Star Wars, but I've seen all the movies. You've done them to death. I've done them to death. Yeah. I've studied them as academic texts. Yeah. I've taught them as <laughs> academic texts. Yeah. I've started a business sure. around them. Yeah. So <laughs> I really dig the new stuff. Like, sure, 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 everyone sure. whinges about... Disney scrapping the extended universe. My sure. favourite thing ever, because I'd read all 166 yes, books. Sure. I knew exactly yeah. what was happening. So it was so nice having a clean slate where yeah, you've got no idea air. what's coming. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Pabs, anything else? What's the who's the favourite celebrity you've ever met? Stan. Stan, of Stan course. made me cry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. We gave him the saber and it had his face, 24 karat gold plated saber with his face hand tooled in the leather. Wow. And he looked at it and went, oh, that's good. It's an all right likeness and passed it to his, to his punters, his little <laughs> helpers. And then I said, we'd like you to be our honorary grandmaster. And he went oh, and grabbed it and like sat there and, and afterwards he grabbed me by the arm and he went like you're doing a really good job keep it up I'm proud of you so that was wow. like being touched by God yeah. um, Sean Aston was really cool Momoa was really cool we got to bro down with Momoa Jason Momoa quite a bit um, Stefan Kapicic who's Colossus from Deadpool is really cool yeah. we catch up with him every time he comes out 
Chuck was cool. Chuck, like I'm, I'm an old school. Yeah. Mm. Like when I was teaching, kids would tell Chuck Norris jokes, and I'm like, I'm banning Chuck Norris jokes <laughs> in my classroom <laughs> unless you've seen Invasion USA, yeah, yeah, Lone yeah, Wolf yeah. McQuaid, <laughs> like because you have to yeah, really yeah, understand yeah, the classic. jokes. Yeah, yeah, you've got to, right. you've got to know the movie. That's right. You've got to know the. Chuck material. was lovely. We spent about 20 minutes talking to him. Um, we've been lucky. We've had really good experiences. Like Sean Aston, I Goonies. Yep. Um, my best mate and I did the, the dance, the Encino Man dance at our Year 12, so, 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 you know, so. formal. So he was really cool. Uh, just everyone, man. Mark, like Mark's become a very, very good friend. That was, that's probably, probably meeting Mark is one of my faves. It's really afforded you some opportunities personally by the sound of it. You know, oh, well, I've been doing... put in, you know. Well, like, I've been doing Supernova. So last year would have been my 20th Sydney Supernova. Yes. So I've been doing them back before... All, were, when I was teaching, yeah. all my kids would call me a hipster because yeah. they're like, oh, you were into everything before it was cool. And I'm like, no, I'm just old enough to have yeah, been, been there, there yeah. the first time <laughs> yeah, to do it, right. you know. Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really cool just getting to... I like it because everyone that goes to a con spends their time taking something from the celebrity, you know, because they want their piece. You need to speak to me. I want to tell you it's really cool giving them yeah. something to say thank you. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's 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 really cool. Like you know, Daniel and Andrew and the lovely crew at Supernova really look after us like that. It's really cool getting up, you know, being able to actually chat. Because normally, I don't know, have you guys been to cons before? Yeah, you walk up, stand up, get the photo. You know, yeah, that's right. It's know, a very clinical sort of in out of which is what it's got to be. Yeah, absolutely. But, Time know, management's a thing. But um, we're lucky that we get to actually chat to them and get to know them. And yeah, like John Jarrett, we see him every con. We always beetle over and go and say hi. We, um, we we were going to actually before the whole COVID affair happened. We were we were going to take this out and uh, do another mobile sort of set of interviews for. We found a subgroup of, of I guess fans, uh, furries. You heard of four furries? I'm not getting involved in this it's conversation. Peculiar, so, man. No. It's peculiar. <laughs> it's a dude, yeah. So so you know as a just as like. Well, you know, we come at it from the same place you do. Like that's Everyone's got their nerves. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Gun nuts? Yep. They're just gun nerds. Yeah, that's car right. Car nuts? They're just car nerds. Yeah. We're all nerds. We just nerd about our thing. That's mm. it. You know, so, yeah. so we plan to be at many of the sort of more strange cons oh, coming up just to strange. try. It's just unique. Yeah, it's just a different way of looking yeah, at the man. world. Yeah, 100%. You know, like... Um, oh, there's no very, judgment very here whatsoever. No. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, you could never put me in a fursuit just because I enjoy my comfort too much. And no, I imagine yeah. they would be hot as hell. It'd yeah. have to be, right? Um, but yeah, man, look, it's it's just... Just go to a con and roll around, man. Just, just get a media pass and go around. Because, like, the beauty of Supernova, there's so many different fandoms down yeah. there. You know, you've got your... I personally love Supernova. I've yeah. been going there for years. And yeah. I just, you know, personally, not nothing to do with the podcast, just something I love doing. I love collecting comics, you know, that's my thing. And but you see, the so fun like, bit is going down and seeing it from a different perspective. Oh, 100%, I can like, imagine. I've, I've been a punter at cons for 20, 15 years. Mm. But now I've completely relearned cons from the other side. Yeah. Mm. You know, because we work with Supernova and we get to see how the sausage is made. And, you know, it's been really interesting seeing something I know intimately from a completely different, different perspective. Yeah. You know, so it'd be worth going down. And because the thing is, when you go down, you're focused on what you want to get out of the day. Whereas if you go down with this, you slow down and smell the roses and see what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And it's yeah. really, you know, it's really cool. Like, you know, as I said, my whole life is, is bombing around different fandoms and, and it's just awesome seeing that passion, man. Like, I don't, people just need passion. It doesn't matter what it's for. 
Yeah. But just have a passion and a love for something that lets you sink in and, and you know, be a better version of who you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's a message we could all sort of learn from, I think. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Fabs. Well, um, Luke. You, we've got a uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, podcast yep. cap for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, hook you guys up. I've got sons of Obi Wan ones. <laughs> so easy. Perfect. Thank you very much, gentlemen. No, not a and, problem. Uh, Thanks, mate, for thank you very much for uh, coming on the podcast. Thank oh, you for pleasure. allowing Thanks, us to thank your, you. thank um, you very location much. here. And um, you know, we 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 encourage our uh, listeners like come and check it out. Like yeah, get in touch at least and 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 have a chat with Luke and the gang. Well, um, we're here midday to eight o'clock Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. 9 till 12, like 10 till 12 on Sundays. And then we do weddings, parties, bar mitzvahs, corporate bonding. This is the, the, the takeaway yeah. from this is, is uh, dispel your myths about the place. It's not just for kids. They're, I think we've only seen adults since we've been here. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come so, and just check it out. If you have the faintest sort of, uh, I guess, inkling of, of curiosity. Mm. You don't have to be a Star Wars fan. It's check people it out. that want to learn weapons. Yeah. yeah. You know, like come and fit. learn a skill. Yeah, <laughs> right. come and come and suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like perfect, it. perfect. Like yeah. Until next week, yeah. welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Peace out, guys. Thanks, heaps.